here's I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Alpha, readers escape. Recruit a team of teenagers with attitudes. Welcome back to the I'm There podcast, guys. I'm your host, Freyway, and I'm here with my co-host, Ken Chan. And we Ooh. are here to talk about one of the most sensational TV series in the 90s, Power Rangers. Uh, I think oh, Kenny and I, Power we both grew up on this show, uh, I want to oh, say. for sure. We're 90s kids, so this is going to be a boomer episode. I got a lot of trouble this show. Were you one of those kids that used to fight the other kids using the shit you saw on the show? Yes. <laughs> I beat the shit out of kids with Oh, my God. <laughs> I was expecting you to be like, no. I beat the... Sh- I remember there was just one daycare I went to, and uh, they banned even talking about Power Rangers. Right? Damn. And every, I don't know, maybe once a month or whatever, you'd, they'd watch a movie or watch a, well, whatever, a show. They'd let you bring a show in, and they'd rotate it. And then I would always try to bring in Power Rangers, because I had um a couple Power Ranger VHSs, yeah. and they never let me watch any of them. So What's I a VHS, a for the people who don't know? VHS is essentially a media <laughs> file like youtube but instead of youtube it's like if you go back a step and it's like a dvd but or blu-ray but instead of blu-ray it's before blu-ray it's dvd and before that it was vhs it's basically just like a tape and it plays youtube videos before youtube existed <laughs> and the way you describe that is wild <laughs> i feel like <laughs> it that's... plays youtube videos like what the fuck <laughs> oh god that's we've come such but... a long way but that's my way. My So my way around it was one day I brought in, it was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like Christmas special and there was no fighting in it. It was just like a Christmas episode that was all holly jolly. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna watch Power Rangers somehow in this fucking place. You were and such a, my, a, such my a Christmas, smart kid. Christmas episode in. Yeah, I love the Power Rangers. I grew up in a time when it came on, I think at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And at the same time, Judge Judy used to come on. So I would have to literally come downstairs because it was the only tv in the house in the living room that had uh i guess whatever channel power rangers came on it was the only only tv in the house that had it so i would come downstairs my grandmother would be watching judge judy and i would just stare at her literally fucking stare at her until she would change the channel for me or ask me if i wanted to watch something and a lot of times she obliged and i got to watch power rangers that day at five o'clock and that shit used to be a dopamine rush out of this world Ooh. i loved power rangers rita the opening which is super iconic go go power rangers everyone knows that fucking song at least you were born in the 90s you definitely know it after 3,000 years I'm free (laughs) it's time to conquer earth she comes out of a fucking trash can yeah is that what it is it's something like that it it looks like it it has like a lid I know it does have a lid it's like a metal lid and she's been sealed and she comes out all happy so I guess to start this episode off one of the things I didn't know until very recently and I'm talking about in the last like five or so years I had no idea that Power Rangers was actually a Japanese show. Yep, and Super Sentai. Super Sentai, and it's just dubbed over with American voices, and then obviously all of the parts where you see the American actors, those are re- you know those are really them. But 
the fight scenes and like when they're in the robots and when they're fighting against the villains and Rita and all of those things, those are all Japanese scenes and just dubbed over. I had no fucking idea about that as a kid. Yeah. What's interesting is that it started off that way. And then as the seasons went on, they, they started to make more and more American content. So, yeah. uh, for example, if you see this picture, if you saw the, um, the preview Fraser put up on Facebook, or if you are watching this on Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, there's a background and it's all the Rangers. And what you'll notice is around their necks is like really, really thick. These thick, like white collars. Yeah. Um, when you see the thick white collars, I, I forget which one it is, but I think the thick white collars are from the Japanese suits. And then the American suits had these like really thin white collars. So you, so you can see between seasons or sometimes even in an episode, if the Rangers have like the really thick collar from the first season, then it's like the Japanese footage, and if it's like the thin collar, it's the the American footage and oh, all this other stuff. Enough. Yeah, another thing is like the Green Ranger, and like those original Rangers were from that season of Super Sentai, but when they brought in the White Ranger, that, so all the scenes with the White Ranger, with those, with the original five, yeah. those are all American scenes, because that White Ranger actually didn't even exist in that season of Power Rangers. He was from a different season of Super Sentai. So they started like mixing season and mixing source materials and stuff. Oh, that's so cool. when you saw... The White Ranger, that White Ranger with like the Mighty Morphin Rangers, those were like American scenes because they didn't even exist in the same scenes in Japan. So there was a lot of recording with the American actors in costume and all of that type of stuff as well, I guess when necessary. But it mostly happened like after season one, like season two, three, et cetera. Yeah. But yeah, Power Rangers was the shit. I so I don't know. Was it was it McDonald's who had the morphers? Where do we get the actual McDonald's, little morphers? From? McDonald's had a cheap morpher. Yeah, there was two. There was like a real morpher you could get from Toys R Us that had like a, a nice gold coin that had some weight to it. Yeah, I remember the gold uh, coin. I used to throw the gold coin. But McDonald's did have morphers, morphers. But I remember those morphers were really cheap. Okay, I think it had like a plastic. Coin. I had every single one. So I I had whatever one came from McDonald's, and I had the Toys R Us one that actually made the noise. Dun 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 dun. Mm. Which some people mistake for Kim Possible, but like that shit is definitely Power Rangers. Whoa, slow down. (laughs) Slow down. All right. All the OGs know. Yeah. I uh I had I had I had morphers, I had all the little gold coins that you can switch out so you could be Mastodon or Pterodactyl, Saber Sword, you know, whatever they were. And I would definitely go to school. (laughs) They were hype as fuck. He he was so cock diesel. Like yo. The whole premise of Power Rangers is honestly just a lot of posing, martial arts, and teenage angst. Like, that is literally Power Rangers in a nutshell. Shit. As I was Dude, watching a recap, I noticed that they just pose a lot. They do so many poses. Speaking of angst, one of my favorite episodes, I had this on VHS. Uh, the episode's called Happy Birthday, Zach. And it's um it's Zach's birthday, and he thinks everybody, he like goes, he's like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, hey, what's up? He's like, so we doing anything today? And they're like, ah, no, I mean, you know, I got to go, whatever. Yeah, they all act like they don't know his fucking birthday. Yeah. And so he he feels like everybody forgot his birthday. And what really happened is they're planning a surprise party. And so like Zach goes out and he's like randomly walking on the side of a mountain. And he's just like, like, man, I can't believe they forgot my birthday. And he's like throwing rocks and shit. (laughs) And then out of nowhere, Rita creates like the Black Knight and this fucking super soldier comes out and starts beating the shit out of Zach when he's by himself. I don't remember this. And then they get into a rumble and then the Rangers come and save him and then Zach goes to a surprise party. He's like, oh, you guys didn't forget my birthday. Right. You almost let me get fucking jumped out there, you assholes. (laughs) So I remember the the Green Ranger originally was evil. He was under Rita's spell and we talked about this in our Patreon exclusive episode that just came out this week uh, where we talked about toys on that episode like 
both childhood toys and adult toys. So if you guys are subscribed to the Patreon, you can check that out. But anyway, in that episode, we mentioned how the Green Ranger was such a fucking bully, such a gangster. He literally beat them out of their Zord. Like he went into their Zord and beat their asses. Ran their fucking fade. Yes. Literally, you see them getting thrown out of their own Zord. Like, get the fuck out the club. <laughs> Those really like low budget fall scenes. Dude, it was dope. They go like when he jumps in the fuck. It's a five episode arc. It's called Green with Evil. I'll ne- I've watched that arc so many is times. It, is it safe to say that the Green Ranger's your favorite? By far, dude. Okay. It's not even fair, though, because, like, all the Rangers are cool. Yes. When I grew up, like, before the Green Ranger existed, my favorites were the Red and the Black Ranger. Yeah. Uh, mainly just because, like, the colors red and black are the sickest, and I think their suits look the sickest. They do look cool. And then well. I just really liked Tommy and Zack. When I, I felt like they were the two strongest Rangers when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Before, I mean, not Tommy. I'm sorry. Jason and Jason, Zach yeah, before yeah. Tommy came in. Uh, but anyway, but then they bring in the Green Ranger and he's got that gold vest and yeah. the gold vest is out of control. He looks stronger than all of them. You can tell he's the fucking <laughs> OP one of them all. And he yeah. has his own Zord, which is so unfair. Yeah, he's got the Godzilla Zord. They like, all have to share a fucking Megazord. I guess technically they have their own, but like they never yeah. really they never really use them individually. They mostly use them co- combined. And they got yeah, a there's a cockpit. couple episodes. There's a couple episodes where they fight with like, like just a part. Jason, yeah, Jason will fight with just the Tyrannosaurus. I actually remember when when he fights with the Tyrannosaurus. There's a move the Tyrannosaurus does. I actually just remember this, where it jumps back on its tail mm-hmm. and then it like leaps forward and kicks you. <laughs> Which a Tyrannosaurus, um, a Tyrannosaurus could never do. That. There's, no, there's no world where a Tyrannosaurus could jump. Jump fucking. There is no world where that's a thing. There is no fucking well, world what, where that's a thing. That's what the Tyrannosaurus <laughs> you know, Sword did, baby. Okay, I think Tyrannosaurus are already scary enough without being able to jump off their fucking tail and vault themselves into somebody feet first. Like, I think that they're already terrifying. But go off, King. Yeah, man. And so anyway, but yeah, the Dragon Zord though, was like its whole, it was its own fucking It was force. big. It was way it bigger was, than everyone yeah. else's individual. Like, if they ever had a one-on-one... It was as big as the norm, like the combined Megazord. It was, yeah. It was so unfair. And then he had a little fucking flute sword that he played. Dun, 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 dun. That shit was fire. Yeah, I, I love that. When he was evil, he had the Sword of Darkness, which was also a dope ass looking sword. Yes. And uh, he has the Riku storyline. Yeah, he had some sick fights too, because the way they built that storyline up was kind of fun. Like it started off with Tommy comes to school, and then him and Jason are like in a martial arts tournament, mm-hmm. and they tie. And then, like, Tommy ends up becoming evil. Rita makes him his ranger. He becomes evil. He just becomes, like, a dickhead, and he, like, bullies people in school or something. Yeah. And, and, and then they fight. He fucks them up. They capture Jason. He fights Jason, like, in this dark realm, and Jason doesn't have his morpher. And then they finally have a final fight where it's just the Red Ranger versus the Green Ranger on a beach. Shit is fire. So, you know, in the Japanese version, they're brothers. The Red and the Green Ranger are brothers. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. You can tell they're both leaders. They're both alpha males, right? Like the Red Ranger yeah. and the Green Ranger, they're very clearly alpha males. They're both the leader of the group in a way. Uh, I guess the Green Ranger is like the de facto leader. But yeah, that's that's very obvious that, you know, those two would be vying for who's the who's the main ranger, so to say. Yeah. So I'm not surprised by that. The whole brother thing, that sets up a cool storyline. You know, the Japanese are, they're big into that. I'm noticing that a lot of other Japanese media is kind of connected to this when you think about it too, because... Not only are the oh, Japanese yeah. really, really big on Mecha, 
just like anything mecha, right? Especially mm-hmm. in our, like you know, Voltron. Voltron, which is also obviously Power Rangers inspired by that. Uh, but also Godzilla, right? Because the Green Ranger, his Zord comes out of the ocean and yeah. it, it looks it looks like Godzilla. It is just Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. It's green. It it's Godzilla. It comes out of the water. It shoots like fucking lasers out of its mouth and it shoots the missiles, the little finger missiles it has when he plays Dude, the one note. The fucking missiles that come out of the fingers yeah. are so fire. Yeah. Do you know how many times me, my nerdy ass kid, because you're playing with toys and shit, I would like I would be like a Zord. I would like put my hands up like, and I would, like I would like fucking wiggle my fingers like I'm shooting missiles and yeah. shit. I did the same stuff. I had, I mean, and we talked about this in our toys episode too, but I had a lot of the Zords, like the actual yeah. Zords. I, I remember every Christmas I would get one or two of them and I would just play with them and try to mix them together and do all types of weird shit with them. But I definitely had a lot of the Zords. And I think we also talked about how we had the actual Power Rangers toys where the chest and the head kind of switch. So like they can be in a human form. And then if you like twist them, the head becomes yeah. the, the morphed version of the head. Yep. yep. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, man, the Rangers are sick. Uh, I, I got so many fucking power Rangers memories, man. Like, I, I remember watching so many VHSs. I remember people making fun of me. One of my uncles, I remember, cause I would go over his house a lot and he's a, like, a little bit older than me. Obviously mm. he's my uncle. Um, but I would always go there and I would watch like VHS tapes there and, you know, you'd make fun of me and I'd be like, man, it's so cool. I, I was a Power Ranger, I think, four years in a row for Halloween. Yes. I was one so year, that was I my was, life as well. My life was yeah. very that. My early years, I remember being a Power Ranger off them. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I was the Red Ranger, the Black Ranger, the Green Ranger and the White Ranger uh, for power uh, for Halloween. So I was like never allowed to be row. the white Ranger, but I was able to be the black Ranger, obviously Wow. the red Ranger, <laughs> the gold Ranger, who was also just black. And that's true. I think I was the blue Ranger, but the, the so you said your favorite is the green Ranger hands down. You know, that's not a hot yeah, take. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very, that's not a hot take. That's not a hot take. That's I, a very common. I think I don't remember what episode it was. It might've been with, um, Joe Gerlando, maybe oh, okay. we were talking about sp- spending money that we shouldn't spend oh yes i I remember saying like i didn't do it but there was one time when i was 22 where i almost spent like a fucking k on an authentic green ranger helmet that i could wear oh that'd be fire i'm sure it looked amazing it looked so fucking nice and shiny i was was so close to buying well if we ever become rich if we ever become rich right and you get a really nice house a really nice mansion oh man you can get like a display case and just have that helmet Dude, I'll get a whole Green Ranger suit, like a real deal. That would be suit. fire. Like not a Halloween suit. Like I'll get a real deal. Yeah, one that fits you and everything. That'd mm-hmm. be amazing. But yeah, so my favorite Ranger is actually from all of the series is the Gold Ranger. That was like he had the the Megazord Pyramidus. He was outrageously more powerful than all the regular Rangers of his season, and probably everyone before that. But Pyramidus, that you know, it literally was a pyramid that was. It came underground and shot this laser up into the sky, and it like drove down at the enemy. And usually that just killed them. For like a lot of episodes, <laughs> that would be enough. You didn't even really get to see Pyramidus do anything a lot of time. Like it would just laser beam. The enemy would just start exploding, and then it'd be like, "All right, Gold Ranger saved the day." But uh, eventually, it actually did show itself. And then he, you know, every time they get to a really difficult fight, the Zords will start combining. I just yeah. love the way he looked because, just like the White Ranger and the Green Ranger, where they had that gold, the the Gold Ranger was predominantly black, but he had the gold stuff. And I, you know, black and gold just go so well together. So fucking good, like dude. you can't beat black and gold. That's just a combo that is timeless. It looks so it's... clean. <sighs> And it he had like this cool, fuck. his helmet, the symbol, like, you know, how in that season, uh, what was that? Zeo. 
And yeah, that, yeah. They had that, like different symbols, like a triangle or a circle. Yeah, their their helmets on the front, like the face of the helmet. They all had these unique symbols, and the way his look was like a T. It was actually kind of a symbol. I think it's for heaven, uh, in Japanese or whatever. I remember it's like a T, but then it has like two lines instead of just a one. So like a lowercase yeah, T combined with a uppercase T or something like that. I think it was three lines, and I only say oh. that because if I remember correctly, I think each of their fucking shapes were supposed to correspond to like a number, right? So like I think like a circle was like one, oh, the triangle okay. was like three points for like number three. Yeah. Since he's the sixth ranger, I think it had like six. It, it is three. Yeah, you're right. It's like a T, a lowercase T, and then it also has like the bottom line too. Yep. You're yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. He looks so fucking cool. But he I'm looks looking clean at him as now. Well. Yeah, the Gold Ranger was my favorite. Uh, I was him one Halloween, and I, I actually wanted to wear the costume again the following year. That it didn't fit. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that that was a that was going to be a thing. I got you know, dude. I wore kid. specifically the Green Ranger one after Halloween. I wore that outfit almost every day, like for pajamas. Oh wow! That Green Ranger, that Green Ranger Halloween costume got fucking. They my parents spent good money on it. All right, like yeah. they, that shit wasn't a one and done. Yeah, he had like the the Gold Ranger had this fucking staff like thing, this staff looking weapon. It, I, I I had that yeah. in real life, and it made a bunch of noise and lit up and everything. It was so cool. All the six Rangers had some random extra weapon. Like the Green Ranger had his his dagger flute. The White Ranger, who was still the Tommy, had that fucking talking tiger sword. Yeah, I love that thing. Yeah, and the, it used the, to the sword talk shit. Yeah, I was about to say, it used to say little uh, little quips. Yeah. And then, oh man, the White Tiger Zord was fucking. White sick, Tiger was know? insane. <laughs> White Tiger was insane. Also, did you see? Did you see? Um, did you go see the first movie in theaters? Oh, Ivan of Ooze? course, my dad took. Yeah, me. Ivan News was really cool too. Uh, I had the goo. So we talked about this again in our Patreon exclusive episode. But one of the toys that I had as a kid was just slime that you would get from the supermarket and one of those little quarter yeah. machines, right? The green slime. But then when the Power Rangers movie came out. They made the Ivan Ooze slime, and it was the purple shit from you know it looked mm-hmm. like it was from the movie. So I definitely had that. I was so spoiled, but yeah, I had, I had I that. So I'm thinking about it now because I got like everything that I saw on TV. You know how kids point at shit on TV? They see they like I want this. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. parents would just get it, and as well because I was like a straight A student, so they'd be like, okay, if you get good grades, you can get whatever you want. But if you if your grades aren't good, then like you can't get it. So that would be like my honestly my motivation for being smart in school had nothing to do with actually wanting to be an intelligent <laughs> human being. It was literally motivated by toys and and later on video games. Yep. But yeah, I uh I had a bunch of shit from the show and I had the slime and I remember seeing the movie with my dad. My dad took like me and my best friend at the time. Uh, he would take us to see like X Men, the Power Ranger movies, like certain you know Spider Man, probably the first Spider Man ever. But yeah, he would he would hook us up and do that. That was that movie was really good. And apparently, just a quick little fact on that movie, uh, the budget for that movie was fifteen million dollars, and it made sixty six million, which is amazing, right? That's mm-hmm. like four, a little bit more than four times your money. Uh, but not only that, it is the only Power Rangers movie that didn't straight up bomb in a box office. Like every movie following that did really really poorly. And I know they did a reboot yeah. a couple years ago of a Power Rangers movie, but even that one didn't do too well. And uh, and supposedly there's talks of another Power Rangers movie coming out, you know, in, in the near yeah. future. It's weird because I remember I saw that I saw um, Power Rangers Turbo movie in theaters as well. And uh, it's weird because, like, I liked Power Rangers Turbo, the movie. Uh, I remember they brought back Jason and Kimberly, um, which was cool. And I also remember when I was a kid, I had a fucking I was I definitely had a crush on Kimberly 
well, yeah, Kimberly, obviously. Yeah. Kimberly was like my first crush ever. I had a crush on from, Kimberly as well. From Turbo, I think her name's Divatox. I think her name might be. Whoa. She was like the main she was like the oh, main villain she had of Turbo. Colored hair, right? Like purple cut like a her hair was Maybe. Yeah, maybe. that sounds familiar. But she had like a suit, like she was showing skin and shit for yeah. young young also, yeah, she she was yeah, she was randomly bad when I was a kid. I don't know if she's still bad. I gotta look her up. I used to always be invested in the the storyline with like Kimberly and Tommy and Jason. It was like a little a love yeah. triangle type of thing going on there or something. I, I think I might have mentioned this in the toys episode, but you know, I played with like Dragon Ball Z toys and Power Ranger toys and all that, and they you know, all all the different toys fight each other. And all I'm saying is, whenever Vegeta had a victory lap, Kimberly got dicked down by Whoa. <laughs> Kim, Kimberly caught this saying pride. All right, that's no, all I'm saying. not Kimberly being Trunks' mom. <laughs> listen, man, listen. Damn, Trunks is already kind of a Power Ranger. Yeah, no, he really is. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the toys and everything, and then the show was just amazing. It's such an iconic theme song. The costumes, like we said, we were we were Power Rangers for Halloween most years when I was really like under ten. Pretty much every year, I wanted to be a different Power Ranger. And then you remember they came out with so this is from the movie too because they lost their original Morphers. Zordon got fucking destroyed by Ivan Ooze. That scene is so amazing, by the way. It reminds me of Palpatine from Star yeah. Wars. Dude, when you see Zordon's body like on the fucking thing. Yes, and it's like glass all around him. Yeah. And I think he like fucked over Alpha too. Alpha was a little it was like yeah, their yeah. R2D2 I, 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 and yeah. Yeah, he was like a combination of the two. It's like really Star Wars inspired now that I think about it too. Uh with the whole robot that's all quirky and it kind of moves his arms in that kind of way. Um CP3O and, and R2D2 combined basically, making these funny noises and ay 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 ay. And yeah, so I remember Ivan News comes in. And he's looking around. He's like, oh, this is a nice place you got here, Zordon, and everything. You know, just talking trash. Zordon can't really do anything because he doesn't have a physical body. And then Ivan Ooze just starts to electrocute, like, random parts of the uh, the room and destroy mm-hmm. shit. And Alpha gets, you know, electrocuted, which he's a machine, so it ruins him immediately. And then Ivan Ooze just goes on a rampage, starts using his force electric to destroy Zordon and everything in there. And the Rangers, I guess their powers were connected to Zordon, right? So when they tried to morph, it didn't work anymore. Yeah, it was like something called the power grid and you know, he like took down the power grid and uh Yeah. And then that's when they went on like the thing and they got like the ninja. The yes, ninja they powers. went into a forest and this this one chick comes out of nowhere and she beats their ass and she's like, LOL psych, I'm actually here to help you guys and she gives them the, the ninja ranger powers. And I thought those were really cool too. And I think Yo, I brought the Falcon, the white Falcon, because that was the White Ranger's new Zord was well, I gotta be Falcon. White. Hey man, I wanted to tell you. But <laughs> The fucking White Falcon was a sick ass Zord because it also similar to the the Dragon Zord with the missiles from the fingertips. Yeah, the White Fal- Falcon had like wings missiles together. Yeah, from like the feathers. Yeah, dude, I remember. I don't know what grade, maybe third grade or whatever. Dog, I brought every time there was show and tell, they would have like a little show and tell for the kids. Mm-hmm. You could bring something in. I brought that in every single time. They're like, all right, we know what it is. I'm like, but you're gonna hear me talk about it again, baby. Yep. This fucking white falcon is the shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I brought in Pyramidus for sure to show and tell. I forgot about show and tell, but yeah, I definitely bought in Pyramidus. I bought in uh the Zeo Megazord and also the original Megazord I had, you know, and then you could fuse them with all types of other shit. But yes, show and tell in school was a big deal. And we weren't really allowed to bring in toys outside of show and tell days. 
But I would yeah, still yeah. sometimes bring, like how you did, I would sometimes bring my toys anyway. Like I didn't care. And yeah, I would just have them in my backpack. Them. Yeah, you just have them in your backpack. And you show your friends during recess or something like, yo, look what I got yeah. in my bag. And you just have the, I had the Green Ranger sword like in my bag. And then one time, mm-hmm. I'll never forget this, that shit started going off in my bag on its own. <laughs> and I was frantic. Because in my school, they would confiscate your shit. And they'd be like, oh, you oh, don't get this man. back until June. So like, if you got something confiscated, you know, in December or January, you're not getting it back for almost six months. That's insane. So I like freaked out. I started going off, making the noises. And uh, yeah, that nothing ended up happening. The teacher just like kind of pretended like they didn't hear it. But now I realize as an adult, like they definitely heard it, but they just, I guess they just didn't want to do anything about it. Yeah. Oh man, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the another thing, I remember um when they fucking skydive, and Tommy just being the badass that he always is, he's like snow. He has like a snowboard. He's like skydiving with a snowboard. Oh he's yeah, like that's how the movie opens shit. too, kinda. Yeah, yeah. They like skydive in, and he's he's got a skyboard. I kind of want to watch that movie again. Now that we're talking about it, the nostalgia starting to kick in. It's a sick movie. Yeah, like, I'm I, sure it's probably like really campy, and there's stuff that we'll laugh at now. But I'm. It's still. I think it holds I remember, up. It's still really fun. I like, think it's it, a fun movie. Yeah, like obviously I'm not gonna you know judge it by. A, 2022 standards of cgi and you can probably see wires and stuff i remember back in the day i definitely could see the wires on certain scenes especially when they were zords you would literally see cords attached to certain stuff but now yeah i'm not going to judge it like i want to watch it just to see because as i was recapping power rangers on youtube today just before this podcast i was in my feels like a lot of the scenes that i would look at like top 10 most iconic power rangers moments some of that shit just had me in my feels just remembering like oh yeah this did happen Dude, there are some really good moments. I legit fucking cried, I remember, when there's a scene, I, I don't remember what season it is, but it's kind of like the culmination of shit, and all of the, the bad guys fucking launch, like, an assault on, yeah. like, the uh, their home base. Yeah. And they, like, break in, and it's like, and th- I think that's when they have to escape to space. I think that's, like, when Power Rangers in space starts, because the command center just gets assaulted, and they, um... They end up like getting in a spaceship, and I think that's when Power Rangers in Space starts. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds somewhat familiar. Yeah, I don't remember all oh, the ins and outs, but I just remember this is super random. But Power Rangers Turbo, which is before in space, I think Power Rangers Turbo, the leader of the team was TJ, and his actor's name is Selwyn Ward, and Selwyn Ward is the first black leader of the Power Rangers. Yep, I do remember that, and it's Black History Month, so. Shout out to uh, that guy, whatever you said his name was. Shout out to him. There was a there was a video I remember watching years ago by like some YouTube channel called Black Nerd Comedy, mm-hmm. and he had Selwyn Ward, the actor, on, and they were talking about that, and like they did like a little cut, and it was like Selwyn Ward, first black leader of the Power Rangers. <laughs> so since you mentioned what came first and everything, I'm gonna go through the 24 sequels of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because there were a lot. So after. Ooh. Right. After Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is season one, uh, or the first iteration, there were 24 sequel shows, which is insane. So you got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Power Rangers Zeo, Power Rangers Turbo, Power Rangers in Space, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy, then Lightspeed Rescue, then Time Force. Now, after that, you got Power Rangers Wild Force, uh, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, Power Rangers SPD. Power Rangers Mystic Force, Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, Jungle Fury, <laughs> that just sounds wild, and uh, RPM. And then the most recent incarnations of the franchise, Power Rangers Samurai and Super Samurai, and then Power Rangers Megaforce, 
Super Mega Force, Power Rangers Dino Charge, Super Dino Charge, and then Power Rangers Ninja Steel, Beast Morphers, and the upcoming Dino Fury, which is probably already out by now. But yes. You know, <clears throat> a couple of those things, I think it was Dino Thunder or one of those Dino ones. Yeah, there's a bunch. That one brought back, that one brought back Tommy. A lot Once of them again, did, apparently. Yo, Tommy, one thing I really like about him is that, you know, obviously I don't know him as a person, but I think it's cool that Jason he David legit Frank. loves, yeah, Jason David Frank, he legit loves, like, the the franchise, mm-hmm. and he he always comes back and does things for it. Um, yeah, uh, he but, he's a big part of the, the franchise, and I think that he became a main character again in one of the recent seasons. I, yeah, I was reading so, about that. So I don't I don't know about the recent recent seasons, but I know Dino Thunder, which I think by now is probably five or ten years old. Yeah, he came back. He was like the kind of the professor. He yeah. like was teaching the Rangers, and then later he became the extra Ranger again. And this one, he was the Black Ranger. Um, but then there's a dope ass scene. So I remember watching it with my little brother, and there's a dope ass scene where he is like like in a coma and he's like fighting for his life and he has to fight his previous versions of himself. So he fights like the red Zeo Ranger, which is him. Yeah. And he fights the white Ranger. And then he finally has to fight the green Ranger and he sees him and he's like, you know, he says some fucking cocky green Ranger shit and he has to fight like all of his previous Rangers. And then he ends up becoming the black Ranger. That shit's hype. That does sound cool. Yeah. I, I haven't seen all 24, obviously. I don't think you have either. Yeah, right? same. No yeah, way. No I way. Fell off. I've seen a bunch though. I have, I've seen a bunch because of Jaden. So like, obviously I was super in the power Rangers for a long time, but then you grow up, you get out of it. Yeah. And then, if, you know, then sometimes I would see it on TV and I'd like, Oh my God, like this shit's so cheesy now. Yeah. And then, and then when I ended up having like, like really younger brothers, uh, I ended up watching all of like a bunch of power Rangers with them. So I ended up seeing a lot of seasons and, uh, yeah, just, mm-hmm. I ended up season, seeing a lot of, seasons. yeah, a lot of them. I didn't watch the more recent ones. I couldn't tell you anything about Dino Fury or Mystic and all that stuff, but I heard that some of them were actually good, and then obviously some of them were god-awful. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, one, I think you said RPM. RPM is one of them, it? yeah. That one is actually pretty fucking cool. Like, it obviously what has is RPM? Cheesy... What is it based on? I forget what the RPM stands for. Yeah, I don't know but, what that uh, stands for. But I, if I remember, that's the one where it's like post-apocalyptic. Okay. I can't say that word. But post-apocalypse, and um, they like live in like a, a walled city, and like they can't really go outside the walls. And there's like a a virus that like destroys people, and like these fucking robots kidnap people and like implant them with a virus. Okay, it stands for racing performance machines. Yeah, whatever the well, fuck that yeah. means. But yeah, I didn't, I definitely did not see this one. But um, if that's the one I'm th- the one I'm thinking of is the one that's post-apocalypse. That one's pretty cool. It still has like once again. Some cheesy di- line delivery and stuff. Yeah, it's always going to be because it's a kid show. Stuff. But we love yeah. that stuff as as children. I love quoting the lines from the show. I also love doing the poses. And what kid didn't like karate? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, that Power Rangers sick. is like a perfect show for children. As far as I know, that people complained about the violence and all of that stuff and how you that know was all bullshit though, man. Like yeah, it's the same way people complain about Grand Theft Auto and then saying that that's the reason why we have school shooters. Like those two things are not necessarily yeah. linked together. Like I never played Grand Theft Auto three or San Andreas and been like, you know what I want to do? I want to go do this in real life. I'm you know maybe yeah. maybe some human being out there has thought that, but I don't think most human beings could like conflated the two things reality and the video game and wanted to go out and mass murder people like they did in grand theft auto the same way i don't think that seeing power rangers necessarily made you want to go and start beating people's ass but it did make me i definitely did like to spar with my classmates who were into that type of thing 
you know, on yeah, recess, you, we guys, go out. you guys did it as friends and as fun. Like you yes. guys weren't beating the like re- really hurting each other. Yeah. Sometimes you get hurt, but I just yeah, that's yeah, like, kids, you yeah exactly. You sometimes you get kicked in the chest, and it's like, well, that fucking hurt. Don't do that again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I loved I loved martial arts as a kid. I always wanted to do karate. Uh, I don't think I ever got to do karate, but I always wanted to. So Power Rangers was like my the closest thing I ever had to karate. Just watching them do that, hoo-ya, hoo-ya. and so you know they showed them in the dojos and stuff training. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did uh, taekwondo for like two years in high school. I'm jealous. Oh damn, in high school though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my dad, I remember, I don't remember specifically what he said, but my dad basically said like he doesn't really see a point in paying for those kind of classes when you're too young for them to really matter yeah like if you do taekwondo when you're when you're six like you're not really learning it you're just a six-year-old so (laughs) you're not really learning it you're a six-year-old fuck six-year-olds let's drag them drag them it's true man all right so um, go ahead yeah go ahead i was gonna say i want to go over some uh some random facts so go ahead for people who don't know Yu-Gi-Oh actually made a power rangers based theme and it was called Super Quantums. And it came out, I want to say, like 2015-ish, 2016, 2015. Uh, but essentially, it had a blue, a red, and a green ranger. They all did different things. They're, those cards are kind of broken. And on, recently, we played against one of our patrons, uh, Quest. And he was using Super Quantum. He wanted to s- specifically play the February 2016 format, but not when you have full power Pepe Bosch, like right after it got hit, because like Super Quantum got their White Ranger. That card is crack, by the way. That card is insane. It's like tribute this card, excavate three Super Quantum monsters from your deck. One of them randomly gets special summoned, and the other two get sent to the graveyard. They all have graveyard effects, and they all have effects when they're special summoned. So they're kind of like regular current 2022 Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like as we were playing the duel, and it's uploaded to our YouTube now, I noticed that these cards... You know, I'm sure that they don't hold up because they don't. The problem is they don't have an extra deck monster that's easy to summon with an omni negate yeah. effect that can like, you know what I mean? Like that's their problem. But but the actual the core engine of the deck, they could print an extra deck monster for Super Quantum that will make them current. Like they could absolutely yeah. make that. It already has the bones. It has the skeleton of a really powerful deck because all the monsters are like when this card is normal or special. Uh, they have a teleport target, which is huge because tele- emergency teleport is at three again in current Yu-Gi-Oh! It just happened. And with the, yeah, the Blue Ranger is a teleport target. And he's the one that says he's Stratos. When he's normal or special, you search your deck for any Super Quant card. So I forgot how powerful Super Quantum can be, and obviously they have their Megazord, which we ended up facing off. If you guys haven't seen it on our on our YouTube, we faced off against some reused monarch, the Mega Monarch deck. But their Megazord is pretty much unbeatable back then. Like there's very, it's very hard yeah, to get over it. If you get that shit out, oh my god, he's like unaffected by everything. Then he has a quick effect where he could put a monster back into, or not a monster. I think it's a, a face up card or a card on the field back mm-hmm. into the deck, which is insane. Like that, that doesn't trigger. Usually, that doesn't trigger shit. So if your monster is like, oh, if this card is moved from the field, or if this card is sent to the graveyard, or whatever, it won't. Like it doesn't trigger anything. It's not. It's insane. So that guy, when he comes out, he's thirty six hundred. So he's bigger than pretty much everything. He's unaffected by literally everything, including Stormforth and all that shit. And so most decks just instantly lost when he came out. But uh, yeah, Super Quants is a is a Power Rangers based Yu-Gi-Oh deck, and I think it's actually a cool deck. And I kind of want them. I don't know why, but after playing against Quest, I kind of want them to power creep it. I'm not going. I would lie. love if they did, man, because Power Rangers are so cool, and those cards look cool. Their Zords look cool. Their like, Zords the look red, cool as shit. What was it called? Yeah, Tiger red, Phantom Liger or something like that. Red, yeah, Red Liger, I yeah. think, or Blazing Liger. Blazing Liger. Yeah, the red the Red Ranger one and. 
There's one for because I think they have red, blue, and green. And then yes. uh yeah, those were the only Zords I saw, and then they had a Megazord. And then I he- I heard that they got some some support later on that wasn't that good. Yeah, Quest said it wasn't that great. Was. But it will be cool because Power Rangers went through so many iterations, right? So, you know, Mighty yeah, Morphin is eat- to start. Yes, it wouldn't be crazy to think that there are new Rangers. Like, they could make a Gold Ranger that would be absolutely broken. Yeah, a white, yeah. a, well, the White Ranger is broken already. But they could make, like, you know, a Green Ranger that is power crept and do something like that. Then they can make new Zords for them. I mean, Power Rangers got new Zords all the time. All the time, they could definitely do some cool ass shit with it. And it might happen. It might. It might. I would really like that. I would yeah, really, not that I, I would get back into Yu Gi Oh, but I, I just would like looking at the cards or like owning them just to own them. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm a big fan of of the Super Quant deck, which I wasn't back in the day and when it came out, but now after playing against it and also just loving Power Rangers as much as I did as a kid, I realized like, wow, this actually is a really cool deck. I think I hated the super quant deck because of who played it. I'm not going to even bring his name up, but I think mm. that's probably the reason why I did not like the deck is because the guy who played it was fucking obnoxious. Yeah. Also and, probably as far as I know, it was never tier zero. No. And when you were playing competitively, like if yeah, it wasn't you know tier me. zero, it wasn't really worth looking at. Yeah. That's how I always was. So yeah, that's, that's definitely another factor, but they could a hundred percent give it a link monster or link monsters. They could okay. One of the easy ways to power creep it is to do some sky striker shit to it. So if every single individual ranger had a link monster that just required that monster, so you go summon effect blue search whatever, right? Then you go link it away by it like that by itself. Just it on the field, yeah. just link it away to a link monster. That would be. It would a, just be like, and it could just be their super version. Like it'll be that blue ranger yes. with like more armor on or yep. some shit. That would be a power creep right there. And that could just cause some problems. And I would love to see it. I would definitely love to see that. That'd be, that'd be fucking tight. Uh, another random fact about power rangers is that the actors from mighty Morphin power rangers were paid $600 a week. So mm. the interesting thing is that all of them are very young in the show. They're not actually teenagers. They're playing high school kids, right? But they're not actually, yeah. they're not actually high school age. They're, they're like, still fairly young they're like they are 20. they're 20 uh so they're like college student age they're playing high school students which is not uncommon and let me think about the show euphoria right now right like they're all of those actors are fucking grown but they're all playing like college students or high school whatever yeah they're playing high school students actually yeah um so this is common in hollywood but they were paid 600 dollars a week and this is in the 90s the early 90s at that like 1993 is when the show first started so they're playing you know, these high school students, they're being paid $600 a week, which I think I'm just going to throw this random arbitrary number out there. But I would say that's probably about double like by today's standards. So if you were to account for inflation over the course of the last 20 something years, I would probably say $600 a week translates to in the 90s, maybe like $1,200 or more uh, just because of how much inflation has happened over the course of 25 years or 20 something years. So they were getting paid. You know, to be 20 years old and making $1,200 a week or $4,800 a month, it's pretty decent considering that the cost of living and the cost of everything was down significantly from where it is right now. But on the flip side of that, even like if you look at the raw numbers, right, that's not bad. Yeah. But they didn't, if I remember correctly, they didn't receive like any benefits at all. Yeah. They worked super long hours, like way more than 40 hours a week. They got injured a lot and they didn't have they didn't pay for their injuries. Like they didn't have yeah, like, it was any bad. injury insurance. They didn't have like any union or anything. Apparently so. the, their conditions were really bad. It was so bad to the point where a lot of the Rangers uh, demanded a pay increase because the show became an instant success. It became a huge hit in the nineties. It was one of the biggest shows on TV, especially for like 
child programming, that type of thing. Um, so they, you know, they, they said the show is doing well. A movie is coming, you know, everything's coming out like movie and stuff like that. I know you guys are making a lot of money. Can you just pay us a little bit more? And they fired them. Yeah. So the, the, the three the rings that got red. Fired, yep. Yeah. Red, yellow, black, red, yellow, and black banded together. And we're like, Hey, can we get a raise? And they literally fucking fired them, which is wild. Yep. That's really fucked up because they did their own stunts. So all of the original Power Rangers from Mighty Morphin, they were all either martial artists or gymnasts in real life. So they didn't just pick like five random people and were like, hey, we want you to star in the show. They picked people who actually knew martial arts or were gymnasts who could do like a lot of flips and tricks and things like that, which makes sense. Uh, but they weren't, ba- they basically weren't being compensated for their skills or their acting ability or for anything. They were just kind of like, here's a really small piece of the pie. I mean, like I said, the budget for the first movie was $15 million and they made like $66 million off of it. So the fact that these people were still being paid peanuts, it's like that, that was just, it's unfortunate to say, but that was kind of like the, the industry, right? In the nineties, you hear about people, same thing with the music industry. It's the same, the same thing you hear about people getting jerked really badly by uh, the executives. They just take all the money and then you're left with like nothing. Yeah, as much as I love the Power Rangers, and I love a lot of the stuff they've done, just because, like, nostalgia, and I still find it cool. I still, I don't care what anybody says, I still think the suits look cool as fuck. I do. This but this wallpaper we have behind us, this looks high so quality sick. even right now. Like, this yeah, looks yeah. good right now. I, I love it. But a lot of the behind-the-scenes shit was dirty as hell. Like, the way they treated Billy... I don't know his real name. I think it's David Yost. It is David Yost. So he was the Blue Ranger, and he was actually homosexual in real life. And the interesting thing about that is, yeah, he, this is the 90s, so just put this into context, but he was teased on set by writers, producers, directors, and fellow actors and actresses for being gay. Like, literally, and this was okay back then. You couldn't really do anything about it. If you complained, they would just fire him. And he knew that that was the thing because they had already fired three of his co-hosts or co-stars. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, and all they said was, can we get a raise? God forbid you say, don't call me I was going to say it, but don't call, <laughs> don't call me the F word. Like, yeah. yeah, he, he, uh, he said that they were, he was called slurs, which you know what the slurs are. And that's, it's really just fucked up the, the way times have changed. Like obviously now in today's age, you can't do any of that. One of the craziest things, it had a psychological effect on him. He underwent conversion therapy to try to become straight. And I don't know if, you know, you know this or not. I'm I'm sure 99.9% of people hopefully do, but that shit is not real. Like you cannot shock someone into being straight. You can't make them have sex with a woman to make them become straight. Like there's, that, that's not how that works. That you just, either are or you aren't. You either are or you aren't. So like, yeah. so they, he, he underwent conversion therapy because he was teased so badly and he thought something was legitimately wrong with him. And it made him undergo the psychological mental, just like, I don't know, onset of mental illness at that point. Because I, I I feel like that's what that eventually does to you, is it makes you think that something is yeah. wrong with you. I mean, back then there isn't really, it's not like there's anybody to talk to. Because yeah. mental health, like, there, it's it's funny how, how many different puzzle pieces have gotten better to make all of those things less a problem. Like, for example, in general, people are more accepting of yes. different lifestyles, right? Yeah. But additionally to that people are more accepting to like mental health issues right yep. so like back then all like that and multiple other things all not really being accepted or talked about it is like it all just fucking stacks on top of you and you're like oh well yeah and from the original cast the blue ranger is actually the longest standing one like they everyone else at some point left and he was 
the longest running Power Ranger. So yeah, yeah, he he was on for a long time. He yep. was in a bunch of seasons. Like he stopped being a ranger, I think, but he was still in a bunch of seasons afterwards. It's like a mechanic yep. and shit. He was the longest. It actually says when I looked at the like fun facts about the show that he is the longest standing Power Ranger, like the longest standing person, because he's from Mighty Morphin, like the very first yep. season. He's in the first episode of the show, right? And then he's he's in like some of the most recent shit, I guess. Uh, but yeah, and then like you said, Tommy, Dave, Jason, David, Frank, who my one friend, Garen, who also supports us on Patreon, <laughs> he fucking hates Jason, David, Frank. And I need to know why, because hater. it is insane. Like when I tell you that he hates him, I think that he like he's blocked from all of Dave's and J- uh, Jason, David, Frank's fan pages on Facebook because he's gone on. He's joined the groups. Oh, on, my God. He's joined the groups and trolled the communities, attacked him verbally and all types of shit, said, I'll run your fate if I see you in person. I don't know what their beef is, but there's a beef between Garen and so Jason David Frank. So I and isn't Garen, you know, he's uh, he's also a military trained. I know Jason David Frank does martial arts. So if they ever had to meet each other in real life, they might. They might actually square up. Throw hands. They might throw real hands. I don't. I've, I don't know your f- friend Garen. At least I don't think I do. I don't think I. No, you don't know Garen. Garen's um, cool as shit, though. But I know there are people. Not saying this is his opinion, but there are people out there that don't like him, or just because like he is the most popular one. He's the one that yes. shows like they bring him back a lot, and yeah. he gets a lot of. It's like in wrestling. Uh, for anybody that knows anything about wrestling, WWF, WWE. There's people that like hate certain wrestlers like The Rock because The Rock will go away, do seven movies, and then he'll come back and get main event at like WrestleMania. And people are like, that's not fair. The Rock's not even here anymore. He's just like The Rock. So he gets like star power. And it's like, well, I mean, he's the fucking rock. Yeah, he's the literally the biggest <laughs> thing in all of honestly, in all of acting, I think right now the rock is the biggest thing in the world. Like I think he's the biggest actor in the entire world. And I think he's the highest paid actor. He's probably like the number one celebrity in the world is like him or Christian Ronaldo. One of those two people are the biggest celebrity in the entire world. Like literally the rock. And I think the soccer player, Christian Ronaldo, whatever his name is. Um, like oh, they have the biggest, shit, they have the biggest Instagram accounts. I remember that was a thing for a while, but yeah, I'm not surprised that people hate on what's the biggest, but I think Garen's hatred for Jason is uh deep rooted in something else. And maybe one day we could have him on to tell his story or maybe, he'll, or maybe he'll just cause Garen actually comments on all of our YouTube videos, like pretty much every single one of them. So maybe he'll, he'll let us know the exact reason or reasons why he despises that man. Cause when I tell you that that shit runs deep every couple months, runs deep every couple months, Garen just starts to OD on Jason David Frank. And he tags the fan page and shit from a different account. That's so funny. <laughs> he's like, I know in real days. life, Jason David Frank and, I think his name's like St. John Alexander is um the Red Ranger. Okay. So the, the Red Ranger, the original Red Ranger's name was Jason. And Tommy, the Green Ranger's real name is Jason. Yeah. So anyway, but in real life, those actors, the Red and Green Ranger, for a long time had beef and they didn't get along. Hmm. Um, I don't know if they settled it or not. Teenage know, angst. But I remember they had beef for a really long time and they didn't get along. Um, yeah, eventually. So after the Red Ranger... And the yellow and the black ranger demand for a pay increase and they get fired. The red ranger goes on to live in his car for a while. Uh, just to just to put in perspective how fucked up and cutthroat Hollywood was. Like you could. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like this kid, because he basically was a kid. Like he's like young 20s, like 2021, 20, maybe 22, something like that. But he's very young and he's just living in his car after being on this really big TV show. Then they bring in a guy, the new red ranger. I think his name was Rocky. Yep. Yeah, they it brought in Rocky, Rocky, Aisha. I Rocky, Adam, and 
Aisha? Tanya? Aisha. Tanya Aisha. was one of them. Yeah. yeah, Aisha was the first one. Also, fun fact, Adam, the second Black Ranger, is the voice actor for Ichigo and a million other anime characters in, really? in English. Yeah. Um, Johnny Young Bosch is the actor's name. Okay, the name that is 100% familiar as hell. Yeah, that's Adam's... That's the actor for Adam, the second Black Ranger. Yeah, he's the voice actor for Ichigo, and I know he's also a voice a- voice actor for a bunch of anime, like dubbed anime. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I definitely heard that name before. Uh, and he's probably overused because we always complain about how one of the problems I have with dubbed anime is just that they overuse the voice actors. He's one of the most overused. Yo, he is. If you look at his credits, he is in everything so, i mean so i'm happy that he has a great career in voice acting right like i'm i'm happy because a lot of the rangers after they were done the show just kind of fizzle out and yeah. so that's good that he he found a niche where he can get paid and have a successful career but it is a little absurd that they reuse the same people over and over and over again so as much as i'm happy for him i'm also kind of like please give right. some other voice actors an opportunity yeah, uh, yeah did you know that the original yellow ranger at least in the japanese scenes is actually a boy yeah yep you if you notice in the original suits uh the pink ranger has a skirt her her suit has a skirt and the yellow ranger doesn't so yeah i did know in the japanese one the original yellow ranger was a boy yeah you can see that he's a boy too because they're wearing spandex so if you go to the really early episodes of the power rangers and you just (laughs) look at the yellow ranger it's either uh some he's happy to see someone, or it's it's just a guy. It's, it's blatantly it's blatantly a guy. You can tell because I didn't know that. Also, speaking of having a crush on Kimberly, I did have a crush on Trini as well. I just you know I don't know. She yeah, was, I you know, all the girls were really cute from the all the girls Power were Rangers. fucking cute. They didn't they didn't hire a, when Aisha came in. Aisha was fucking cute. Like they didn't hire an ugly fucking Power Ranger. Like that yeah, that's happen. actually true. Because when I was young, I thought all of the Power Rangers looked good except. I didn't really care. It's weird. This is funny. I didn't really care for the Blue Ranger. I thought everyone else was kind of hot, though. I thought Jason, uh, Zach, like literally everyone, Kimberly, yeah. Aisha, Trini. Like I thought all of them were really good looking, except I didn't really care for how the Blue Ranger looked because he just looked like some nerdy guy that would like maybe become a school shooter at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But it's true. But like, yeah, I, I pretty much thought that they all they definitely did make sure they looked good because even the seasons after that, I feel like they looked good too. <laughs> they always look good, man. Yeah. They always look good. I remember watching one of the seasons with, uh, with my brother and the pink and yellow ranger in that season. I was like, Oh my God. Like, I was just like, <laughs> they were thick. Holy shit. Like they had them in some skirts and some shorts. And I was like, do they know that dads are watching? Cause right. like, they were cause thick. They, they must know that dads are watching. Cause these two bitches right now, like, <laughs> they are out of control. Uh, so the Power Rangers theme song. Um, wait, okay. On that note, you know one of the Yellow Rangers, I want to say maybe Lost Galaxy, actually went on to do porn. I'm not surprised about that because there's been 24 different sequels. Yeah, at least one of, one of them Rangers has had porn. to do porn by now. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, not surprised so. in the slightest. Uh, what was I going to say? So the the Power Rangers theme song, Go Go Power Rangers, that whole thing, that was a top ten song in the UK. Uh, when it was actually airing. So that's how that's how popular and how big Power Rangers was at one point, that it was a top 10 song in the UK, which is a pretty impressive feat, considering that it's a theme song for a show. And the person who actually wrote the song or, like, performed the song also did the, I believe, the music for He-Man and, like, a, co- a couple other famous uh, shows that have, like, really catchy theme songs. So 
when you think about the 90s, I think we brought this up a while ago, or maybe this was in the Toys episode too, but I just remember a lot of the little jingles from the yeah. 90s, right? Like, there's so many things from the 90s and commercials that kind of, st- they stuck with me today because of how catchy they are. And Go-Go Power Rangers is definitely one of them. But I even think, like, Ricola and, like, random <laughs> shit like that. Like, I just randomly know Nationwide is on your side and, like, all that bullshit. Somebody like, made a lot of money doing that. Yeah, those jingles are catchy, and that's, that was the whole point. Um, the one, this wasn't in any of our episodes. This is when we were playing, uh, doing the, the duel with Quest. But I, for whatever reason, kept doing the rush. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that one's, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, there, that, that theme song actually became a top 10 hit in some countries. And I think I also brought up the fact that Power Rangers, it got banned because of violence in certain countries as well. Uh, Another weird thing, and I don't, I don't really know how to feel about this, but uh, I don't know if I said this already. The word morphing and the actual title, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah, they kind of like thought that it was too close to the word morphine, like the drug morphine, the very powerful drug morphine that people usually are on when they're dying. They thought it was too close, so the original name was going to be Dino Rangers instead of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but thank God that didn't happen because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers sounds way better. I think I could be wrong, but I think in some countries they did go through with changing. Yeah, I think in some countries they literally had to make it not say that. And the weird thing was, it was Asian countries who felt this way. And that's where those opioids came from, though. Yeah. So like some of the countries where that came from that, like they were the ones actually. No, bro. Yeah, like don't don't make it don't don't make the uh, the block hot for us basically. <laughs> uh, Power Rangers got banned. I believe is it New Zealand or Australia? One of those. I always forget. But one of them it got banned, and and then that's where they were filming it at the same time. So that's interesting, right? Like it's banned that in this country. Yeah, I think it, I think it's New Zealand, but it was banned. Let's say it's New Zealand. It was banned one of the there. seasons. One of the seasons blatantly, all the actors are like Australian. I don't okay. remember which season it is. I think but. I know what you're talking about, too. I, I feel like I saw that. And you remember Power Rangers Turbo? They had a little kid, but when he would transform, he would become an adult. Yo. Yeah, you know why, right? I'm sure you know why now. Yeah, yeah I get it now. Because, yeah. But wait, wh- oh, what is the actual reason? Because I just assume, like, one, is a Japanese, is the Japanese show that was dubbed over, right? Yeah, so basically, it's just, in the Japanese version, the Blue Ranger's an adult. It's yes. not a fucking child. Yeah. So... For whatever reason, in the English version, they got a, a, a kid. I don't know why they, they probably got a kid. because they didn't have to pay him anything. So then, they, yeah. So then, when he would turn into the Blue Ranger, they would have to make him turn into an adult because the fucking actor that was the Blue Ranger in the Japanese version was an adult, like it wasn't a kid. Yeah, like literally, he would stretch. His body would stretch yeah. out every time he transformed, and I always thought that was so weird and kind of. It drawing. was like some Dragon Ball GT shit. Like it was when Goku goes Super Saiyan four. Like oh, I'm an adult now. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely was that. I never understood it when I was a kid, but I just kind of accepted it. And Turbo wasn't that good anyway, so it was like whatever. Yeah. But I, I do remember seeing the Turbo movie, and you know, and even in the show when he would transform, he would just become grown. And I was like, I don't know what is going on with this, but how come I don't become grown when I put on a costume? Shit was such a fucking rant. That uh, kid was corny. Yes, very corny. Uh, so, sadly, the original Yellow Ranger from Mighty Morphin, Trini, she actually died in a car accident around 9-11, like in 2001. It was right mm-hmm. either before 9-11 or after 9-11, but she... Uh, it was right before. Yeah, she died in a car accident, which really sucks. And, yeah, that's just one of those other facts about it. I don't think many of the other actors have passed away or anything, because I, I, it didn't show up in any list when I looked around. But she is one, one of, of the, the Rangers that's no longer with us. 
one of the pink rangers had leukemia, but she overcame it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, she, one of the pink rangers had leukemia. She actually, they, they killed her off in the show. Like not, not in a rude way. Like she had like a, a valiant death in the show yeah. because she had to leave the show to go do treatment for leukemia. Um, and then she ended up overcoming it. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, and then what was one of the other, one of the other things? So Zordon, the actor who plays Zordon, he shot for one day for the entire series. So every time you see Zordon on screen and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it's actually just the same thing being used over and over. But then he came in periodically to do voiceovers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because he, of course, says other things, but they didn't actually have him do the whole. You know, he's like that ghostly thing in the tube. Yeah, yeah. They that, just like flicker his face around. Yep. And his mouth, a lot of times, isn't even moving. Dude, you know what they need to do? I don't know if they ever ever done it, but they got to give me a flashback season because Zordon is apparently broken. I need like a flashback season because, as I understand it, like Zordon's the OG that was fighting Rita and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, I need like an OG like yeah. Zordon fucking shit up they could before do that at he any was a, point a too. man in a tube. Yeah, they, they really can. Let me get let me get some Zordon at like Zordon flexing on fools in real life. Yeah, I need that. I, I, would, I, need. I would like the uh, the Zordon. You know something else. This is super random, but something that and maybe this is bias, but I do feel like in Mighty Morphin had some of the best villain designs and like how creepy they were. Like, yeah, I remember Goldar. like Rita and like her, like when you would go to Rita's castle, it had this really creepy vibe. And then Lord Zed is just nasty. He looks cool as hell to me though. He's cool as With the fuck. big ass Z and he had saying. the staff with the Z on it. And he was, yeah, and his he was head. just all flesh with the, the metal and, and his brain was exposed. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like some of the later villains, they still look like, I don't like they look crazy and some of them even look nasty, but I don't they don't feel as creepy or as imposing. Yeah. You know what it is? The later villains started to get a little too costumey. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something a little too human humanoid about the original villains. Yeah. Like they were very humanoid looking, whereas the later ones were like a giant insect. Like, okay, I get it. Like, it's a giant insect. But seeing, like you said, someone who's been skinned, it looks like, and his brain is exposed and he's evil as shit. I mean, if I had to think about what the devil looked like as a kid, I would say that Zed looks (laughs) like the devil. Like, if you thought about the devil, he kind of looks like a devil. Uh, And then Goldar, he was like, he, you know, he looked, he actually looked cool to me. He was like actually gold. He had the long black hair in the back and he was like some kind of monster looking thing. Mm -hmm. He always, I love the way he talked. Whoever did the voice actor for him, you did a phenomenal job. The voice of Goldar, (laughs) Rangers, like he'd always come, he'd always come out and be fucking trolling the shit out of him. Yeah, he was a shit talker. Rita was really cool. Yeah, I like the villains a lot. I like Ivan News. I thought that he was amazing. Uh, I, like I like said, Scorpina. I, who? Scorpina was also hot. Scorpina was Scorpina was a. Uh, um, she was one of Rita's henchmen. Okay. And, uh, I assume that she was part Scorpion or something. Yeah, she was like a Scorpion girl. Also, I'm pretty sure all of her scenes, like they just used the original Japanese footage. Like I think her voice is just dubbed over. Um, and they didn't get a new actor. Like that's just like yeah, the Japanese. That's person. literally the person. Yeah, like Rita. Yeah. I can't believe I never noticed as a kid that Rita's mouth was not moving to what she was saying. I, I just, I cannot believe I never noticed that. Yeah, later, eventually, you know, in later seasons, eventually, they got, like, a, a different actor. Yeah. Because, you know, like, when they did the Power Rangers Turbo movie, for example, Rita's in that, but, you know, none of those scenes are Japanese scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I literally... I just never noticed it, and that's just crazy to me. But I do want to watch the original movie again just to see it. 
Uh, I don't know if I saw the the movie that came out most recently, like in 2017 or whatever it was. I want to see it. I didn't uh, honestly like. I don't. Maybe after watching it, I'll change my mind. But when it first came out, I didn't really like the way the suits looked, and I, it just it felt there's something. I don't know. It just didn't click with me. Yeah. I, I should I should try to watch it, but everything I saw a about bad it movie just night didn't click. You know, I'm down. We, we like to do our we could, bad. We movie could do night. like a little review for it too on the podcast. Like I'm down. Yeah, just a little something, nothing crazy. But yeah, Power Rangers was the shit growing up. Uh, and it, it, honestly, it was one of the things that makes my imagination. We talk about this often, but you know, kids now. You know, this is very boomer of us, but like kids now, they just kind of have iPads and they go on like YouTube or Instagram or whatever. And that's like their thing. They make TikToks and they just play Roblox all day. And we had like Power Rangers, we had Dragon Ball Z and all these other things. And I just feel like our imaginations were cultivated by things like Power Rangers and stuff. Like you see so much. Because wasn't a part of Power Rangers. Rita would randomly put a spell on random objects and turn them into a villain. Yeah, yeah. So there was a part. Like there's an episode where there's uh, an iguana in their class. Like the class pet is an iguana. And. They do a Rita or Zed does a spell on the iguana, and the iguana ends up becoming the monster they have to fight. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. Like inanimate objects sometimes would become the villain. One time it was a purse, and it yeah. was like this pink purse thing. And I, I, I swear to God, in this episode they got destroyed because the purse could reflect everything. So every time they would like shoot a laser beam at it, it would just fire back at them, and you would just see them all get shot out of the zords and stuff, and they would get fucked up real bad. I forgot they ended up beating it, but. The purse like went ham randomly, and I didn't expect that because I just assumed like, oh, they, you know, they get to a point they're fighting, and they go back and forth, and then at the end they always do the thing where they like, uh, power up their sword, do the little slow yeah, yeah. swing thing, and then they would slash at the screen, and then the monster would just die in the background. They make the little pose, the That's iconic fire, the iconic Power Rangers pose. One of the things that we also didn't talk about yet is so they had the the base villains in the original season, the putties. They would come on. Yeah. <laughs> Making that fucking dumbass noise. The fucking party. I remember one of my friends in school when a teacher would call on him to like answer a question, knowing that he wasn't paying attention. He would just make the fucking noise. <laughs> he got kicked the out of putties, class. Man, they. I remember they. They like. You know, they looked whatever the fuck they looked like, and then there was like upgraded putties where they got like a fucking emblem on their chest. Yes. So I remember you had to hit them in their emblem to. That's how you beat them. Yeah, uh, you have to like. So I think because the Power Rangers, now that I know that they had to do their own like martial arts and their own stunts and everything like that, for the most part, like sometimes they had stunt doubles, but for the most part, that was actually them, the actors performing all their own martial arts and stuff. They would have to like kick them in the chest to hit the emblem and like punch them in certain places or elbow their chest, and it, you have to be accurate to do that because it was like a little circle. So you have to be accurate to do it. Yeah. They, they did it all the time, but yeah, I imagine it took a lot. And they said they got injured on set a lot. And oh, for sure, there was a. Do you ever see any of the crossovers? There's a couple crossovers that are crazy. Like there's a Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles crossover. Yep. Power Ranger crossovers are fire. Even uh, the ones that are inter-universe, like you know, a Power Rangers with another Power Ranger season. Yeah, dude, they are. I fucking at this point, like I wasn't watching Power Rangers at all, right? I was adult. I was an adult. Yeah. But then I got wind that like a special episode was coming on called Forever Red. And it was every single Red Ranger from every season that was going to show up in one episode. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. And so I watched it. And so, like, Tommy was the one that got everybody together. And he was, like, in his Red Zio outfit. And there's all these Red Rangers. And then there's a moment where, like, Jason still isn't there. And, like, somebody mentions, like, 
there's still one missing and they're like, oh, he's probably not coming. The OG. And then fucking and then Jason comes up and he's like, you know, you can't do this without the original Red Ranger. That's right. And oh my God, I fucking lost it. Yeah, no, like, that's fire. Lo- there's also a part where like it's like the newest Red Ranger and Jason are like fighting somebody and he's like, leave it to me, rookie. And he like moves him aside. Like, <laughs> I lost my shit. Power Rangers definitely had a lot of shit talking. <laughs> like it definitely had a lot of shit talking. That was part of it. But yeah, there were other crossovers. There was one where they would just literally have like Rangers in space and like Power Rangers Zeo or something. And they would all mm-hmm. just literally be fighting together. And those were epic as hell too. Cause you get, you get the gold Ranger and stuff and there'll be like him next to all the black Rangers, even though he technically wasn't a black Ranger, but he has the same costume kind of, uh, like you said, all the red Rangers would be together. But yeah, there would be seasons where, they would just have, I, I think there was one where they literally had like three or four different groups of Rangers on screen. Yeah. Like yeah, just the, literally three or four different groups of them. And that's, that, those that are really hype. epic. Yeah. That shit the, is so hype, most man. of that stuff did happen when me and you were older. Yeah. yeah a lot of that stuff happened later. Um, and then it was just kind of, I would catch the rerun on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. I would go and check it out. Like forever red. I remember going to check that out and just. I was way too old to be getting hype, I guess, but I was hype. I don't care. Yeah, I still I, get hype. I was about to when say, he I, I said, love that stuff. When he said, you can't do this without the original Red Ranger, I was like, oh my. I was so hype. Like, yeah. I felt like I just watched, I don't fucking know, man. It was it was the best. It was the best. Yeah, no, that shit's awesome. All right. Well, before we transition to our next phase of this podcast, so that's the Power Ranger segment. I want to go over some listener letters, and I also want to give a shout out to our patrons over at Patreon. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast where we talked about Power Rangers, if this is something that you're interested in, uh, let us know how you felt about it, because this was actually demanded by one of our patrons. So he's in the main character tier. And in that tier, he has the ability of Dark Bribe. Dark Bribe allows him to request that one of our topics be whatever he wants, as long as it's, you know, within reason, like something nerdy. Don't ask us to talk about like the Biden administration or some shit like that. Joe Byron. Like as long as it's within reason, something relatively nerdy, we'll talk about it. So right after we played him for our Patreon exclusive duel thing, uh, he said, how about you guys do an episode on Power Rangers? And it made sense because he had just played Super Quantum. So anyway, over on our Patreon, I am their podcast. We have Connie, Austin, Leon, Quest, Garen, Xavier, Hylian, TCG Automotive, Silver Chronic, Tyree Tinsley, Dimitri Barnes, Alexander Brissett, Vinny Casello, Dominique Roberts, Game Freak Yoshi, Alex Flamer, Michael, Gabe Barini, Andre Reynolds, CJ, WK Dawan, Saul at Dabbers Gaming Cafe, Dan Varable, and Dennis Milburn. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. As I always say, it goes a really long way. And if you guys are interested in our Patreon, just check that out. We also have our YouTube channel. You can subscribe. The videos come out. Well, we're going to start uploading clips, but we don't actually put the videos on YouTube, like the full video versions of the podcast. Those are Patreon exclusive for now, but we will start uploading clips of those, like little 10-minute clips or whatever at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else was there? Okay, so I wanted to go over listener letters. So you can write in if you want to kind of have us read out a question or just a response to one of the episodes, you can write into the I'm there podcast at gmail.com and we will read it aloud on the show. Again, that's I'm there podcast at gmail.com and we will read your letter out on the show. So this one, yeah, I think it's the most recent. It comes from Austin, who is a patron, I believe. And it says, So I, and this one is on, uh, Alistair and the whole duel that happened. So the remote duel YCS that took place very recently. And we had a whole segment where we talked about like 
cheating has to be intentional and a Joe Dietrich, though Joe Dietrich episode of the podcast. Hope I'm saying his name right. But um, Joe came on. He's the most recent YCS champion. And he had a little thing where in top four, uh, him and his opponent didn't notice an illegal play. And they both actually ended up doing illegal plays in those three games. So like it wasn't just one sided, but the whole thing was, you know, people trying to say, oh, accidental illegal plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not intentional at all. And that's the whole point to be a cheater. It has to be intentional. So Austin writes in and he says, I definitely agree. It should have been an accepted game state because future card knowledge is way more advantageous than a misplay that usually goes through anyways. Definitely not cheating since the Amaral Shaman is just muscle memory. And usually in that kind of pressure, it's habits that typically come out more. So like that makes sense, right? He's saying when you're under pressure, your body's just kind of doing what it normally does as opposed to trying to think about the situation. Cause you know, Chalice made his Alistair go up by 400 attack, which made it where he no longer was eligible to go into Amirage, but they're not thinking about that part. Cause the real reason why I got Chalice was then they get the effect. Yep. Uh, Austin goes on to say, um, also that's why I play smash better when I can turn off my brain, so to speak. And I do agree with that when it comes to fighting games. So Kenny's cousin, Nicholas Thango, he's like one of the top melee players in the world. Uh, I think at his peak, he was ranked like 32nd in the world or something like that in melee. And this is kind of recent too. So like in the last five or so years, which is insane. He, uh, he plays card games now because we're, you know, we're quarantined and he can barely play like tournaments and stuff like that for smash. So he plays more card games. Now he plays like Hearthstone. He plays Yu-Gi-Oh old formats and he plays DC deck building. And I am basically his coach is like mentor in all card games. And one of the things I noticed is that sometimes he plays a little too fast. And I realized it took me a while to realize this too, like months, but I realized that he plays off of instinct. Like he kind of just does things off of instinct as opposed to slowing down and thinking about it because in a smash world, that's how you play the game. Like you yeah. play, it's a, it's a fast, like especially melee, it's a fast paced game. So you're kind of always, you have to be quick. You don't have time to really like think about, Oh, I want to do this or how to execute this. Your fingers are just doing it. Like you kind of know mm -hmm. you make reads in the moment and these reads are happening so fucking fast. Yeah. You make in-depth in fighting games. You, you make a pretty in-depth read with, but you never think about it. You never say he's going to do this in yes. your brain. You just like, you just do it. And like your brain thought of it before you thought of it. If that makes any sense, yeah. like it just kind of happens. Like yeah. you would be playing. And then all of a sudden, like I've done this, where like you end up, you just I'll just randomly just charge a F smash behind me, and then because I I read that they're going to roll behind me, and then they roll, and then you F smash them. Yep, I, um, I love, and when you see that shit play out on screen, it looks amazing. Yeah, but that wasn't planned five minutes ago. No, you know, it just like happened exactly. And some of it comes with conditioning, right? So in that sense, it is planned in that way, but not literally a slow thinking. Like in card games, you literally sit there and you think. Yeah. And that's not how uh, fighting games work. So it is, I do agree with the whole in Yu-Gi-Oh, when you're under a lot of pressure, you just start doing things that you are used to doing in your playtesting. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, we have another listener letter from Vincent. This one is from a while ago. Uh, it's from around when we did our Dale Belito episode. So he says, from the moment Frazier mentioned the next guest was going to be amazing and is the household name of household names. I just knew it had to be Dale Belito, especially considering all the greats that had already been on so far. Having him on made me wonder, what about the other greats from around that time? Dale is Canadian, but what about transcontinental pros from overseas as guests? I know you had a connection with Simon He at one point. I'm sure many other former players from this time period around the early 2010 era would be interested in knowing if there's a possibility of bringing on European greats such as Michelle Gruner, Claudio Kirkmier, 
Uh, I'm sure it'll be a great conversation hearing about their stories and what the EU scene was like back in the day. And yeah, that's actually a good point. I I don't know many of the European players, if I'm being honest, because I've only gone to Europe for Yu-Gi-Oh! once. I went to Barcelona YCS in 2012. And uh, so I've only gone to Europe for Yu-Gi-Oh! one time. I don't know many of the players, but it would be nice to have them on. Uh, maybe I can get the ball rolling or something like that, because I would love to interview someone who plays... They've had different formats than us because when we would get TCG exclusive cards or like cards that came in our magazines, the Shonen Jump magazines, they wouldn't get them. For example, Elemental Hero Prisma, when we had our Gladbys format, they just didn't get the magazine with Prisma in it. So they didn't have Prisma. So Gladbys were not as good in Europe as they yeah. were in the, UN, in the United States. I'd say we can do some stuff, but I, I could also say if anybody listening happens to know any of the those European players, if you want to show them the podcast and let them know about it. Yeah, we're looking for a European we just, guest. That's the thing. We don't know, or not even just European, and you know, anybody that anybody from any country, as long as they speak English, because I don't to say, yeah. <laughs> that's the only language I speak. Um but uh but yeah anybody from any any country, if they want to be on the pod yeah, show them the podcast, let them know, you know, I'd happily have yeah. them on. Uh, and that goes for even outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering players. You yeah, know? we're actually interested in talking to people. Fighting games, like, this is Yeah, this isn't even a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast necessarily. Like, I know we do a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! content, but as you also know, like, this episode was on Power Rangers, and we, we jump around a lot. We do anime, we do video games, we do all types of stuff. But if, you know, if you know any popular figureheads in any community that is nerd-related, um, if you have an end to them, we would love to have them on the podcast to just talk and nerd the fuck out about anything. Like we love Naruto. One day I want to have some of the big Naruto, uh, YouTube channels, the bleach, when bleach comes back, you know, there's, there's some really big, uh, YouTube channels that, that do bleach content. I would like to have them on the podcast one day. So these are some of our ambitions with some of the things we want to do down the line, but yeah. All right. Uh, another listener letter I want to get to, and this one is from around our odd taxi episode and this is from austin on gotcha games he says now i have no issue spending money on a free game if i really enjoy it to show support however i think if i didn't play Yu-Gi-Oh in real life so much i would spend too much on the phone game i think the only reason that keeps me from spending so much is because the only way to get the cards is random to an extent in real life i can just buy singles and get whatever i want i've definitely done that in detriment at the time but now it has worked out in my favor with the market prices so yeah inflation Made it where all of the money that you spent back in the day that probably wasn't a good idea at the time, if you held on to those cards, you just profited real nice. Yeah, I, I get what he's saying in terms of spending money on the phone game. So I've done that. So I have, I've played a bunch of different phone games just to like play them, try them if yeah. they're interesting. But there's two out of all of them, there's two that I played by far the most. And the first one was called One Piece Treasure Cruise. There's a One Piece gotcha game, and I still think that game is so fucking fun. Like, it's actually just a really, really fun game. Um, One Piece Treasure Cruise, and the other one was Fire Emblem Heroes. I played both of those games a bunch, and when I was playing them a lot, I was like a year into playing them, and I'd played them for free for a year, and I was you know what, fuck it, I'll spend $60. Like, I remember on Treasure Cruise, I was like, a, a full game is 60 bucks, like a retail game, $60. I've been playing this game for a year for free, I'll spend 60 bucks on it, just because, like, I play this more than a bunch of other games anyway. Yeah. So I just, so for me, it was like a one time thing. It was like, I'll pay $60 to, like, support the game. And this is, like, what I value a video game at. So, like, I did that for one piece and I did it again when I played Fire Emblem, where I spent 60 bucks on it because I was playing the game so much anyway. But I'm, I'm very, like, like hard line where it's like, I'm doing this once to, like, represent buying the game. Yeah. And I'm not doing it again. Yeah. Uh, it's whereas, a... you know, some people get into, 
Well, I mean, you know, I can just get, you know, I, I really, it's just 15 bucks. I got to get a couple gems. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. I think I told my Pokemon Go story on here, but back when that shit was popular, 2016, I got involved in Pokemon Go and I have a very addictive personality. I'm very open about this, which is why I try to avoid doing certain things because I tend to go hard. So one of the things I'm clearly addicted to is, is clothes and uh, I was addicted to video games for a while. I'm very addicted to the Monster Hunter franchise. I was addicted to Yu-Gi-Oh! And when I'm addicted to something, I spend money on it. So when I became addicted to Pokemon Go, I started dropping a bag on that game. And mm. I would be buying uh, incubators, right? That was one of the things you had to buy to hatch my eggs. And I started buying, I think at one point, because Pokeballs were not hard to get, but like maybe potions and stuff to heal your Pokemon you had to buy. So I would start buying those. And it, it was a slippery slope. I started putting hundreds of dollars into the game. And the game wasn't really good, especially back then. It had a lot of errors. The radar didn't work. So you'd see a Pokemon show up as a shadow or whatever on the radar. But then, you know, you couldn't tell which direction to walk in. It was just a, it was a mess. And the company had made like $25 billion in less than a year. And I remember the CEO or whatever of the company went on stage at some con. And they started asking him questions about it. And he was visibly, to me, he looked like he was intoxicated like he had a couple drinks he just didn't look like a professional and it really bothered me that i felt like okay this game has been wildly successful you're probably a millionaire several times over now and you don't it just seemed like they didn't care anymore and that's when i decided like okay i've been pouring money into this i've poured more money into this game in pokemon go than i have any other video game because like kenny said normally when you buy a game like you pay 60 bucks whatever it is that's it. Like you bought the game outside of any DLC. Like that's it. You yeah, bought, but you, even in the DLC is usually it's like, okay, 15 bucks. I got the season and that's it. Yeah. Or, I mean, at this point, you know, now there's shit like Fortnite where they're basically phone games where you can just spend money every day on them. But yeah, yeah there was no end. Yeah, go ahead. There was no end to the Pokemon Go thing. And I would just be dumping money in it. But I really started to feel like the company just wasn't very supportive or very interested in fixing some of the complaints that the community had because of how much money they had made. That's how I felt anyway. So I decided to get out of it and I went on Reddit and I found the thread that told me how to get all my money back. And then I complained on the Apple store and they literally, they refunded me every single cent that I spent on Pokemon go. And when I, when I logged into my file, all the things that I bought were still there, which I guess that makes sense. Like there's no way for them to like, I guess get rid of unless they deactivate your account too, which they don't. So I ended up keeping everything. But I also to not fully like scumbag the company, I guess I, uh, I just never play Pokemon go again. Like I don't play Pokemon go now. I didn't play it after that day. Like once I got all my money back, I was, I completely detached because I was so fucking addicted to it. It felt like a gotcha game. We're hatching the eggs. Cause that, that became the thing. Like after you got to a, the max level, right? Whatever the max level was back then. And once you reached the max level, all there really was to do which is like keep catching pokemon try to get the best ivs on your pokemon so there were like websites that would tell you the ivs of your pokemon and that whole type of thing but for the most part hatching eggs was a way to get like the best pokemon and the best ivs and all this other stuff so in that sense because they knew that that's how you spent and that's how you spent money uh that became the whole game was spending money on incubators and i just i don't know i got out of that Mm, mm, mm. yeah that shit's rough we talked. Yeah, we did talk about it. Pokemon Go is a game that I I want to love, but I I gave that shit no time. I tried to download it once. I tried playing it. The shit was buggy and glitchy and didn't work. And I was like, I'm out. I didn't. I didn't like the package they were giving me. Yeah. Did you? Uh, have you played the new Pokemon game? Speaking of Pokemon, the Arceus thing. Yo. Oh my god. We should probably do an episode on it. I'm not even. Not even kidding. Because. 
I have a lot I, I want to talk about with that, but yeah, I have played Legends of Arceus. Uh, I don't remember if I said it on episode or not, but um, but it was bought for me for my birthday. Oh, nice. And yeah, and you know, big shout outs to that. And I've been playing it, and there is a lot good with it. It's probably it's just fr- it, I have a lot to say. It's on one end one of the best Pokemon games that has been made in the last fifteen years. Wow. Um, it's one of the best Pokemon games, but on the other end. There are still some really frustrating flaws that it has that it's like, this shouldn't be a problem. Like, yeah. these were problems that were that have long since been fixed in any other game, any other genre, even within. Like, I understand that Game Freak isn't technically Nintendo. They're just like under the Nintendo umbrella. Right. But I just feel like being associated with Nintendo, there's certain quality control things that you should have. You should have down. And um, this game doesn't have them. But. Once again, the game's really fucking fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and there's a lot of lot of praise I can say for it. But I also have a lot of critiques and complaints. But those critiques and complaints don't come from a place of hate. They come from a place of like, like I want this to be better. I want this to be better, and it could be better. I, I I'm already liking it so much, but there's these pain points that could uh, just they're obviously blatantly improved. Yeah, and they're so obvious, and they're they're pain points that have been fixed. In the last two decades of gaming, like okay. they don't need to. Yeah, we could talk exist. about that. So our next episode, I think this is episode forty nine, right? So yeah, yeah, I believe so. So our next episode is going to be our fiftieth, and we're going to do like a little fiftieth special type of thing. Um, and I and I think Kenny and I talked about this before our fiftieth episode. We're going to be doing like just talk about twenty five. Like I'll do twenty five of my favorite nerd things, and then Kenny will also do twenty five, and we'll just kind of discuss them. It won't be. Cause that could take for us. That could take. It's going to be in depth, like talking about fifty things, and it's not possible. But right. I just want to like mention throughout the video, it'll fifty different things will get mentioned. Yes. And we'll probably talk in depth about some of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're just so, going to yeah. kind of have fun with it. Yeah, and that's so that's that's coming on the next episode. But yeah, so I'll let you play more of Pokemon Arceus or Arceus, however you say it, and then we will we can do an episode on that, or just like kind of like a review, maybe maybe not a full episode on it, but just like a um. Like, that'll be a segment on, on an episode. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been playing, so, like, because I, I don't know if for anybody that does or doesn't know, I've been away from home. I'm going to be away from home for, like, I've already been away for almost a week now. I'm, I'm going to be gone for, like, basically another week, I think. Um, So I've been away from home. But what I've been doing, like, in the time when I have free, like, because I've got my Switch with me, so whenever I have a chance, I've been playing Legends of Arceus. I say Arceus. I think technically it is pronounced Arceus. But I've always said Arceus. But I've been playing Legends of Arceus, and I've been playing Monster Hunter GU, Generations Ultimate, on the Switch. Um, just because I've been in a Monster Hunter mood. and I cannot wait for that game to come out. I'm I'm waiting for Sunbreak so hard. And <laughs> GU was on sale for like 16 or 17 bucks. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll pick it up. And so I've been playing that, and I've been playing Legends of Arceus. Something that's interesting is that it it has like some interesting similarities to Monster Hunter. I heard. Um, I actually heard a compare. I think you mentioned that it was compared to Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually interested in how. So when you talk about it on the podcast, we we'll, we can go over that because I haven't. It's funny. I haven't actually seen any gameplay out of it. Out of outside of somebody approaching a Snorlax and getting bodied. Like I think Snorlax just straight up hyper beamed a fucking Squirtle or something on. Like and I, I was like, that's just excessive. Yeah, smoked. Yeah. All right, well, this wraps up this episode of the I Am Nerd Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was requested by one of our patrons over at Patreon. Uh, so if you're interested in us talking about something that you want to hear about, like us doing a full episode, essentially, on that topic, you can subscribe to our Patreon. 
uh, I'm their podcast. If you search it on there, it should come up, but you can do that. And that'll be one of the uh, perks of actually being a member. And also you get to join our discord where we talk about anime and video games and movies and shit like this. And they also, they also get a Patreon exclusive episode every month. So there are several episodes of this podcast that are not available anywhere else. And our most recent one was on toys, both childhood toys and adult toys. I had a you little love. You love adding the adult toys. The adult toys were mentioned for, I don't even know if it was for a full 60 seconds. Listen, I went in. Okay. I I gave websites and everything that I go on to get some. Adult was so, you were so happy about it. Because like, it. It's a part of my, look, I'm an adult. All right. And like, I don't remember what happened. I, I mentioned like something and then you were like, and speaking of that, <laughs> and it just went into a riff. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah i i uh i actually wouldn't mind going more into depth on into depth on that but that'll probably be a patreon exclusive um but yeah we'll 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 talk about that and we'll, we'll talk about that off camera and figure out how we can finesse that because this is still a, nerd, a nerdy podcast but i think nerds like we did the kanye west episode you can nerd out about anything including sex that's toys, true so. that's true i mean look they're, they got them sex toys that are like anime it's like the the ass of an anime character so <laughs> You can you can buy fucking Bulma's ass and just start clapping her ass cheeks. So, oh, you know, you can do whatever Lord. you want. All right. Well, as I so, always say, you know, if you want to cut this out, you can. But before doing this, like I said, I'm away. I'm away from my home. Before doing this, my cousin was like, asked me to come out to eat. And I was like, I can't. I got to record my podcast. I was like, today's topic is on Power Rangers. She's like, yeah, OK. Today's topic is Power Rangers. I was like, he was like, today's theme is Power Rangers. You're going to be in the fucking Red Ranger suit jerking off on camera. Oh, my God. I was, I was like, what? Where did that come from? I don't know, but he got a, Get he it? got real aggressive. Where, where did that come from? Anyway, nope. all right. As I always say, do the things that make you happy. I'm your podcast. We are out of here. Peace.